0: The book of Revelation tells us a war is coming that will boast a 200 million person army resulting in over 2 billion people being killed. China says they can produce a military with 200 million people and they're acting as if they're preparing for war. Could China be a major player in the Sixth Trumpet War of Revelation? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age, Vince Degall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls, the number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love to hear from you today. We're specifically talking about the coming Sixth Trumpet War. Uh, We typically call it World War III because it's going to be so crazy that that's what it'll be referred to with a third of mankind being killed And uh, China is stirring things up, and it's looking like uh, perhaps this war that's prophesied in the book of Revelation is developing before our very eyes. So we want to look at that war, look at the prophecies, and uh, see what's happening with China right now. Before we get to that, I want to remind you that throughout history, uh, we've looked to the last words for inspiration and wisdom. And there are many books listing clever and profound statements made by well-known people just before their passing, and we felt it would be appropriate to go back through the last several months of Irvin Baxter's life and capture his last words. He passed away um, just over a year ago now, and so uh, we've gone through the last several months and got his last words on DVD. We've created the Irvin's Last Words 5 DVD set. Check out this beautiful design, Doug. I know that uh, you love it. We've looked at it several times here on this show, but... It's so impactful because it just, it has Irvin there, you know. It's like, that's so Irvin.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, I've said this before, it's a very presidential look in the way that that looks, like him sitting at this desk doing what he did every day for years and years. It's just, it's pretty awesome. Incredible man, um, incredible purpose given to him
0: from God that drove him to work tirelessly for many, many years. And he uh, was consistent and trustworthy and integral, and just somebody to look up to, that's for sure. Absolutely. And there is much, much wisdom uh, in everything that he said and a lot of what he said, and um, especially his last words. Of course, he didn't know he was going to pass, but nonetheless, he felt an urgency to get important information out to people around the world every single day because he knew what was coming, uh, prophetically speaking. And so, every time you heard him speak, He was trying to share something with you that would impact your life, and uh, there's a lot of goodness in his last words. Uh, You do need to know this is kind of a collector's item of sorts. It will only be available for a limited time. Uh, We're only making a 1,000 copies, and there's several hundred that are already spoken for. So at this point, we aren't sure if we're going to be creating more. But if you want a copy, you better get it now. They're going fast, so get it while they're available. Here's the best part. We're giving them away for free with a donation of any amount. So if you give to this, we'll send you this package. It's kind of a risk for us, to be honest. They're worth uh, somewhere a little over $100, but we wanted to give you the opportunity to donate whatever the Lord laid on your heart to receive uh, this Irvin's Last Words package. So pre-order today and you'll receive the five DVD set that includes Irvin's final thoughts via his last sermon, conference, TV show, and radio show. Go to endtime.com slash Christmas or call 800-END-TIME to get your copy uh, and they will ship in December. So if you pre-order today, you'll be one of the only ones to have this set. Like I said, it's only going to be a thousand available and there's already several hundred that are spoken for. So... If you want that physical set, be
1: sure to get it today. Doug? Also, it would make a great Christmas gift, too. A really great Christmas if gift. If you could get it before Christmas and give it to somebody as a gift, what a great gift to give someone.
0: All the holidays being celebrated right now, it would be a great gift for that. Yeah, absolutely. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever it is, Yeah, be a great gift. Birthday, if you have a birthday.
1: I'm sure there's
0: birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and uh, there's only a thousand available and yeah. like i said several hundred are spoken for so be sure to get it um we had a really special thing we only have about three minutes left before the commercial we want to share with you all uh um, doug you kind of have the full story on that so why don't you take it from here on the
1: on uh your friend that came in here and prayed sure so uh a dear friend of mine i used to actually work with her at the police department um she knows that i came here to uh To start working, and so after she retired, she had gone to the doctor, found out that there was a mass uh, that she had, and she came here to ask us to pray with her and to anoint her with oil and lay hands on her. And so we did this. We pray every morning. Yeah, we do this every morning. We have our prayer together and our devotional. So there's a picture of her there. uh, As we were praying for her as a group, Uh, Dave anointed her with anointing oil, And we gathered around her, laid hands on her like the Bible tells us to do so in the book of James. And and we began to pray for her. We really didn't know what we were praying for, Vince. We just knew we were praying for God to intervene here and to bring a healing. We didn't know the extent of what was going on. Uh, Anyway, she came. We laid hands on her. And today I got a praise report that she had gone in for a CT scan uh, to have the mass looked at. And when she got the results back... From the CT scan, they told her there was no mass there. There Mm. was nothing that they needed to do now, and she knows that God healed her um, through the Holy Ghost. And so, what a testimony to God! We were celebrating our Thanksgiving luncheon today, Mm. and and, uh, either of us might take a nap during the. It could (laughs) happen, and uh, and so today during that lunch, uh, I I said, well, here's something we can all be thankful for as we're celebrating thanksgiving today as as our end time family and team and uh and so i read her text to everybody it's very moving and touching because we know god is at work it it may not look like it in the world sometimes we may not always see it we may not always hear his voice but we know that he is at work and he's still doing things and god is a healer yep he is a healer if
0: there are sick among you I mean, the way we do it around here, we put oil on you. Yeah, We don't dump a whole bottle on you. We (laughs) put some on our finger, and we lay hands on you, Yeah, and we pray for you. Um, And we believe that when we pray in the name of Jesus, that everything has to bow. Uh, Everything. There's power over everything in the name of Jesus. And so uh, it doesn't matter what the sickness is. Um, You know, it could be a a fast-spreading virus. It could be... um, cancer. It could be um, blood pressure issues. It could be a cold. It could be anything. Jesus is able to heal your body. And so we pray for people in the name of Jesus with faith, believing that they are going to be made whole. Um, And so we did for this lady and what a wonderful testimony that we received today. It's perfect timing for that. I happened to take that picture and um, I was just looking at it the other day. And when you read that, I thought, I've got the picture for it, so let's share it with everybody. I no idea because, you
1: even
0: took. I know. Uh, We pray for you, so if you would like us to pray for you, uh, every morning we gather together, pray for partners and special requests. You can go to intimecom slash contact. There's a form there for you to fill out and select prayer requests. And uh, our team here will mention you, and we will focus on your specific need. So we would love to pray for you. Go to endtime.com slash contact to submit your prayer request. Or you can call us at 800 endtime time and we'll take it over the phone. Stay tuned for more. We don't want you to miss the show. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth, we will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the H Plus in the App Store or Google Play.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Um, I'm Vince Siegel here with Doug Norvell. We're talking about the... Coming World War III, and we are asking the question, is China preparing for war? And could China be part of this Sixth Trumpet uh, War that we read about in the book of Revelation? We're taking your calls, and there are open lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. We would love to chat with you today about this subject. Doug, before we get into that, I do want to remind everyone, if you're watching with us on Facebook or YouTube... Uh, Please share this video. It helps us uh, break through the algorithms and, I guess, validate that we are a legit show. And um, we have several hundred thousand people who follow us, but only a few hundred uh, get notified. A few hundred, as in just three figures, even though six figures follow us. Mm -hmm. Um, But a few hundred people get notified, and so when you share, it helps us get the message out. And, of course, uh, we appreciate your partnership in that way so much. Uh, so please share this video. Please give us a heart. It helps out a lot. Uh, I was going to mention, I got some child, I, I guess I mentioned last, oh, a week or so ago about my kids. And a random box of, of uh, <laughs> toys showed up here mm-hmm. with my name on it. And I opened it like, what in the world? No note, no anything. I was going to say thank you to whoever it was. But literally before we came back on, you got an email um, saying who it was. And so it was Darlene. She calls in every once in a while. Uh, about every week, I think, and so we always appreciate Darlene's call. And uh, she sent me uh, some toys for my kids. So thank you very much, <laughs> Darlene. Now, you know what they really like, though, is some Omaha Steaks. They just love
3: <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs>
0: so uh, I think Doug's granddaughter loves Omaha Steaks, too, doesn't, doesn't she? <laughs> no, <laughs> we better get on this uh, topic, eh?
1: Yeah, we better <laughs> probably get going.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to start in Revelation Chapter 9. Uh, Verse thirteen, it says, "And the six angels sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the six angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates, and the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand, and I heard the number of them." And thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and jacinth, and brimstone and the heads of the horses, were as the heads of lions and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone by these three was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths for their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails were likened to serpents and had heads and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries
1: nor of their fornication nor of their thefts. So there's a lot there, Vince, that we could talk about. Actually, I mean, we're going we're gonna to tie in these news stories and show you how... Uh, China could be the major player with this war that we're talking about. There's a lot of things going on in that passage that people ask us about all the time. So one of the things they ask us about are these four spirits that are bound in the great river Euphrates. The Bible says that they're loosed, and they're loosed for a certain time a day, a month, a year. So they're loosed to do what? To go out and cause this war to happen. So because they were in the great river Euphrates We've always looked at this region as that could be the starting point of where this war happens. Still could be that starting point. China could still be very much involved in it. But right now we've got China who boast that they can field an army of 200 million men. And they are banging those war drums uh, right now trying to say, hey, uh, we're taking Taiwan whether the United States likes it or not, or any of our allies. And so we see them playing a major role. So the question is, well, if these uh, spirits are bound up or if these angels are bound up in the great river Euphrates uh, and they're loose, how does that affect China? Well, I look at it, and this is just kind of my take on the scripture here, is I look at it as those four spirits that we see in the book of Revelation with the four horsemen. Those spirits go out into the different parts of the world and they bring these ideologies to like uh, the Catholicism, communism, capitalism and Islamism. So those are spirits that go out and influence the minds of men. Uh, I look at it as these angels could be that same type of spirit that goes out and influences this war to happen using this military of 200 million men. So there's one thing that we can look at and kind of talk about because I know we might get questions about that. Uh, I do quite often. The other thing is people ask, well, could the uh, COVID-19 be what kills one third of mankind? Because so many people have died from COVID-19. But in this specific uh, scripture here, it tells us what kills one third of mankind. It says that it's the brimstone the smoke and the fire. Well, that sounds like war implements, not injections or pharmaceuticals. And so uh, that's why we believe this is definitely talking about a war, that it's more than likely going to be a nuclear war to happen so quickly and to kill so many. But even after this happens, it says that men will not repent. There were still going to be people that are going to witness this happen and see uh, this horrific war and there's still going to be people who are not going to seek God or try to live in repentance.
0: Well, another popular theory is that this is not a physical war mm-hmm. and that it's an information war.
1: Yeah, there's people that say that as well. And what do you say? I say because of it telling us about this military and because of the way that the people are killed, it has to be a war, not an information war. Even though right now we are in an information war, you hear that a lot, that they say, look, we're in an information war. It's a different war than we've ever been in. Uh, and and that's true. We are kind of in an information war like that. But it's more, in my opinion, not necessarily in times, but in my opinion, that is more the the information war that we're involved in is more of a propaganda type of war right now. There's a lot of propaganda going on. There's a lot of false information trying to lead to a false narrative that everyone wants you to believe is happening. So that's that's what I believe about the information war. But I believe this war, the Bible tells us it's going to be a physical war. There's going to be one-third of mankind that's going to die, and they're going to die because of fire, smoke, and brimstone.
0: But with so much uh, symbolism in Revelation, I mean, why couldn't the mention of the army be... Um, you know people that are spreading information, and then you know the way that they die is you know it is is they're being they're being killed through again if it's symbolism through taking in that infor- t- taking in that information and um you know it killing them that way spiritually speaking, not necessarily physically,
1: right because the way that the scripture reads. It reads as this is a a war that is going to cause people to physically die. It's going to be something that you're going to significantly see. You're going to notice that the decrease of the population is happening. And that's one of the agendas that the globalists have. They want to decrease the population. That's part of their plan. And, And through war, they're able to do that in vast numbers. They're able to do that very quickly. And so when you see things happening like this, you can understand that there is a spirit behind that, uh, that war implement there there's a spirit behind it pushing for those deaths to be a physical death to depopulate the world we've got you know abortion that's legal in many different nations now and uh, that's one way to control the population another great way to control the population is uh, have homosexuality to be something that's widely accepted because if it's widely accepted and you can allow two men to marry as a man and a woman well two men can't reproduce and and have children so then are
0: you got, serious
1: yeah i know it's weird how that works but another th- way to control the population
0: is to create a metaverse where people will not leave their homes except through
1: digital <laughs> means that's true and that's something that we see coming too we see the metaverse coming so uh yeah there's many different things that uh you know we we're seeing all happening now it's like everything's coming at us at 100 miles an hour. And so when we see articles like the one that we're about to talk about and we hear China, who has boasted we got 200 million men army, and they begin to bang these war drums, it gets our attention. And it's something we have to talk about. We're not not pushing propaganda, and we're not trying to scare people, we're not trying to use scare tactics. But what we're trying to do is educate people so that they understand what we understand from Scripture.
0: Last one. Yeah. Other people say that this could be a asteroid.
1: That that particular scripture could be an asteroid. Yeah. Never heard that one. That's that's interesting. But now I go I go down some deep holes on the internet. So, boy, you must <laughs> because I've never heard that one. But I I do not believe that that's possible based on that scripture either. So. All right. When it talks about things like in their mouth, in their tails, they had the power of serpents to kill uh, and hurt people. You think about what John was seeing when he's writing these things down. You think about tanks with you know their, their cannons on the front of them, uh, helicopters, uh, warships that have tails on them that can produce this. You think about popping a nuclear warhead out of the ground. You watch those things take off where they show that and it looks like a mouth opening as that thing comes up out of the ground and fires into space. Plus you've got China now, remember just a few weeks ago, they tested the first interspace weapon missile and it only missed its target by like 12 and a half miles. So very scary that they could launch something that can't even be seen on radar that flies in, into space and can miss its target only by 12 miles.
0: It certainly sounds like the war drums are sounding. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really interesting, in addition to that, what they're doing with the night drills, with all the uh, tension with Taiwan and South China Sea. And that takes us to the story, one of the stories we want to talk about today. It says the Chinese Navy has stepped up assault training and combat readiness with a series of night bombing drills in waters off the southern island of Henan. And that is Probably not how you pronounce that, but the story is from a few days ago. Um, The People's Liberation Army, PLA, Southern Theater Command said on Sunday that dozens of bombers from a naval aviation regiment carried out patrols earlier this month to improve the crew's stamina and situational awareness at night. In the high-intensity exercise, H-6J bombers practice fending off uh, ship and ground attacks as well as firing tactics, quote, it laid a solid foundation for fighting night battles. The exercise comes as military tensions mount in the Taiwan Strait and the South China Sea. The Southern Theater Command oversees China's military activities in the South China Sea and is responsible for aiding PLA forces covering the Taiwan Strait. Last week in response to a visit by a US congressional delegation to Taiwan, the PLA Eastern Theater Command held exercises near the island. So what's that saying there, Doug, that there was a visit by U.S. congressional delegates mm-hmm. and China decides to
1: hold exercises near where that is? Yeah, because of the fact that we're meeting with Taiwan like they're a legitimate uh, democracy, right. which China declares that they are not. They right. are still part of one China.
0: Yeah. It says in a, show of st- in a show of strength and determination, the PLA also sent a record 149 military aircraft southwest of Taiwan in strike group formation in one day in October, promoting the island's military to yet
1: again scramble aircraft and activate its air defense missile system. Yeah, so they they were practicing all this stuff. Now they're doing it in the cover of darkness. And why do you do things like that? To hone in your skills, to, to make sure that... To prepare for something. They're yeah. not just doing it to be... Checking off that they'd put in the time for it. Absolutely. I mean, there's a difference in, you know, we talk about hunting quite a bit here, and there's a difference in going hunting in the daytime and being able to see everything around you and being able to hit your target. But you think about doing that at night, and now you're having to use night vision instruments, you know, to find troops on the ground, night vision instruments to find ships that you're going to hit, that you're going to have to hit these ships with accuracy, uh, to do that. So they are sharpening their skills and getting ready for war. And I think anybody that looks at that story can see, yeah, they're getting ready for something because you don't just do this, just to do this. And then to intimidate those that went overseas to Taiwan, the diplomats that went there to meet with their, uh, with their Taiwanese government, uh, China is trying to intimidate and use scare tactics. So the article goes on to say the PLA. fighters and bombers also patrol from their base in uh, Henan, however we say that, I don't know, over the time over the South China Sea, despite uh, competing claims that five other neighbors, the u s Navy also frequently conducts freedom of navigational operations near the Chinese-controlled islands in the disputed waters. The Southern Southern Theater Command has troops and warships stationed at some of the islands in the U.S., carries out the patrols to challenge the Chinese claims. So it's almost like we're, uh, you know, we're throwing our noses at them and we're, doing these exercises in waters really close to where we know it's going to rattle the cages over mm-hmm. there in, in uh, China. So they're getting upset about this. And it's like uh, one article that I read today said it's like poking the panda when they were talking about it. Uh, I know a lot of people look at China as the dragon, but the panda bear is like their national symbol, this this panda um, but anyway, the Southern, oh, we're up against a break, so we'll finish talking about this when we come back. Well, real quick, Doug, does, are we talking about Armageddon here or something else? We're talking about something else. All right, we'll get into that too, because a lot of people
0: want to go, well, where are the witnesses? Why didn't the rapture happen yet? All these things. We'll get into those details and more when we come back. You can join us by calling 877 in time. That's 877 363 8463. We'd love to talk to you on today's show. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get to the calls, I do want to remind you that we've just released Irvin's Last Words. It's a five-DVD package. Uh, We went through the last several months of Irvin's life and gathered his last sermon, his last TV show, last radio show, and his last conference and turned it into a five-DVD package. It's uh, full of wisdom and information that is still valid and will be valid uh, for the rest of all of our lives. It's very current information, and, uh, you know, I think everybody needs it. There's only going to be a 1,000 made. Uh, there are several hundred that are already spoken for, so if you want a copy, you need to make plans to do that today by going to endtime.com slash Christmas, or you can call 800-END-TIME. That's 800 Uh, 363-8463. I just realized the phone number is wrong on that image there, Doug. 800-363, not 343. 8463. So if you call that number on the screen, it's going to be the wrong number. (laughs) We'll have to fix that before tomorrow. But uh, nonetheless, Irvin's Last Words um, is a great package and everybody needs it. So you can learn more about that at endtime.com slash Christmas or... Um, call 800 end time. Uh, I should mention that we're giving it away for free with a donation of any amount. So whatever the Lord lays on your heart to give to receive that is what you can get it for. So be sure to make plans to do that as quickly as you can so you get one. Um, all right, let's go to Jim in the truck. Welcome to End of the Age, Jim.
5: Hey, Ben. How you doing? And uh, Doug, how you doing? God bless you guys in Jesus' name. Doing Thank good, you. Jim. God bless you. You know, I, I heard you mention COVID. This could be COVID, Doug. This could be caused by this. But I, I, there's so much information and misinformation and stuff going around. There, there there are people that are being said they were killed by COVID that have three bullets in their chest. And it's just <laughs> the numbers don't make sense. I think yeah, what's going right. on is what they're trying to do with that is they're trying to uh, get us all to take this vaccine that wasn't approved by the FDA. And the leader of the FDA, the head of the FDA, come out and said, I wouldn't give this vaccine. If I You know, why would I approve a vaccine that I wouldn't give to my own family? He ended up losing his job because of that. So that there, I don't think it's a COVID thing, but it could be the misinformation. And it's just you can't even trust the news. But I like what you said about, you know, it says the uh, four agents that were lose for an hour a day, a month of the year came up out of the Euphrates River to kill uh, one-third part of mankind. Now, I agree with you, Doug. It doesn't have to be that it would start, I don't think, in uh, the Euphrates River area, which is runs all the way from, I think it's Aleppo, Turkey, all the way down, and it empties into the Persian Gulf down by Iraq. Yeah, so, that's true. But it is all Muslim countries, and I thought that, too, and I believe Irvin thought that, but it's an interesting thing that you said. It may, they could originate from there, but would they be the influence in another area. That's an interesting thought. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I I agree. And I also know that China has a lot of uh, interest in uh, Afghanistan now because of the fact that we pulled out of there and they've made deals with the Taliban uh, for some of the minefields there uh, for the lithium and things like that. So China still has they, they still have a pool in that region where uh, they would have troops that were in that region for whatever reason. But, yeah, I, I believe that, that those spirits could go out and uh, manipulate the minds of these leaders and pull them into this war. Hang on one second. That's my kid coming in the door. <laughs>
5: right.
1: Yes, uh, okay, I
5: understand that. And uh, like I said, I'm sorry for the interruption. My dog's going crazy <laughs> when somebody comes to the door. But... um. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just sitting back and watching, like I said, Fox News. They came out when Marvin Hagler, just for instance, for the misinformation and the, the, the amount of deceit just in the media. You can't trust any of it. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Hagler, they came out and said one time, and you never heard it again, that he died from complications from the COVID vaccine. And then you never heard it again because if you die of the COVID vaccine and it's not approved by the FDA, guess what? The insurance companies will not pay out on that. Right. So this yeah. is the things another one of the things I just wanted to mention just for a little FYI out, I, I out there for everybody to understand. Uh, we got to be careful what we take in. And I, I can tell you right now, I feel like Paul, where he says, I, I just want to believe in Christ and him crucified. That's the right. way I'm getting right now. Amen.
1: All Jim. right, God bless
5: All right, God bless guys.
0: All you. Right, God Thanks, bless you. Jim, we appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to Jay in California. Jay, welcome to End of the Age. How are you doing? We're well. How are you?
4: Pretty good. Um, I just wanted to comment um, that I believe something's stirring. I mean, I, uh, I live in Southern California, and um, I live kind of like between, uh, you know, where the Inland Empire area. Uh, I'll, a lot of people know what I mean by that. But uh, I'd say within the past two, three months at least, and it's even getting more so now, I hear a lot of uh, military jets flying out west, and uh, I mean a lot, several times a day, more than I ever heard, uh, you know, uh, before. And I believe they're flying overseas, you know, and of course they're not telling it on the news or anything what they're doing, but uh, I believe something's stirring out that way that that they're not mentioning.
1: Well, there's definitely a lot of things that are, it it seems to be coming at us, like I said earlier, 100 miles an hour. We're getting a lot of uh, information, um, what Jim was talking about a while ago. Some of it, you don't know what's the truth and what's not. So what we try to do to keep from getting into the conspiracy theory is to try to be able to back things up with legitimate sources before we ever bring it to the table and talk about it on the program. Uh, but, right. you know, there's just so much information coming in that when we do get these legitimate stories, we see things are happening. We feel like this is something we got to talk about today because, uh, you know, definitely they're planning something. It's, there's, there's other things that we're going to get to here in this program that are proven that they are preparing not only for war, but it appears they're preparing for war with the United States. Um, uh, there's also reports Jay that, uh, China's economy is hurting real bad right now. And so that's another reason why they may be pushing for war because war fuels economies and, uh, we could see, you know, that being a factor as well. But, um, like I said, there's, you can definitely tell that there are some things going on, uh, in the spiritual realm as well as the physical realm.
4: Oh yeah. I, uh, I, um I agree. I agree with, um, uh, as I said, uh, um, uh, you know, the military, you know, the military planes flying over that you can see and, you know, uh, you know, headed out overseas, um, or wherever they're going to stage or whatever is going on. Yeah. Um, you know, and all the, you know, the, the shipping industries, uh, backing up and it's just some kind of weird theory that I had in my head was, uh, you know, uh, well, that's on purpose, but maybe it's to hurt China. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. You know, yeah. I, mean, I know it's to, you know, uh, it's all by design. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking maybe that could be also to uh, you know disrupt China.
1: Well, and it could be. I mean, uh, most of our product that we get here in the United States is made in China, and so holding those ships off the coast that could be a way to you know get back at China too to hurt their. Uh, trade industry. You know, who knows exactly what's going on, but we see the evidence the ships are out there. Uh, You know, the mayor and I mean, the governor in Florida, uh, DeSantis has had them come into Florida and begin to unload some of these ships. I know here in the state of Texas, our governor has allowed ships to come in to the Gulf of Mexico and also unload some of those ships. So we're starting to see some of that moving. Uh, You know, we, we know, I know just from driving into work, because i drive in a couple hours to work and you see nothing but line for line for line of diesel trucks on the highway so it's not like we have a trucking industry shortage at all so
4: right exactly that's just uh one of their uh phrases that they're throwing around yeah but um but all right i'll let you go and um thanks for taking my call all
0: right thanks jay thanks jay um doug i want to get into this story before our next break there's um Uh, I guess it was about a week ago there was a report that the satellite images show that China built apparently mock-up U.S. warships. And this seemed very relevant in our conversation today because we're talking about is China preparing for war? Yeah. And specifically with the United States and what that would mean, it sure looks like if that war broke out that it would lead to a really big war which could be World War III. Yeah. And so we wanted to highlight that to uh, make sure that everyone was aware of what's going on in that regard. And another thing, Doug, you know, a lot of people doubt Biden. You know, and th- so um, I've seen a lot of people say, well, why wouldn't China go ahead and ta- attack the U.S. now or right. take over Taiwan now because China probably doesn't believe that Biden would retaliate.
6: Yeah.
1: I, is that a valid concern, you think? I would think so. I mean, look at, look at the debacle that happened in Afghanistan and the way we pulled out of there and what we did. We promised the Afghanistan people we'd protect them, then we pulled out all the military first. Didn't even get our own people out of there. So they're watching things like that, and we appear very weak right now to the world, militarily and in our political offices. So our leader doesn't seem very strong, even in speeches. You know, so they're they're seeing that too. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, the story says satellite images show China has built mock-ups of a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier and destroyer in its northwestern desert, possibly for practice for a future naval clash as tensions rise between the nations. China has massively upgraded its military in recent years, and its cap- uh, capability and intentions are increasingly concerning to the United States as tensions rise over the South China Sea. Taiwan and military supremacy in the Indo-Pacific. The images captured by Colorado-based satellite imagery company Maxer Technologies dated Sunday show the outlines of a U.S. aircraft carrier and at least one destroyer sitting on a railway track. The independent U.S. Naval Institute said on its website that the mock-ups of U.S. ships were part of a new target range developed by the People's Liberation Army.
1: Yeah, so that sounds pretty serious. I mean, yeah. it wasn't anybody else's warships that they were practicing on. It was the United States of America's warships that they're practicing Very on. Very intentional. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, the, the Chinese foreign minister spokesperson also said at a daily briefing Monday that he had no information about these images, saying, I'm not aware of the situation you mentioned. How convenient. Uh, China's massive military upgrade has been emphasized countering the U.S. and other countries' naval forces. That includes the development of land and sea air launch missiles to repel and possibly sink opposing vessels. Expressed most emphatically by the land-based DF-21D ballistic missile known as the Carrier Killer. So they have a missile called a carrier killer. Uh, recent months have also seen a substantial increase in Chinese military flights just southwest of Taiwan, the self-governing island Republic claimed by Beijing and which it threatens to annex by force. Washington provides Taiwan with much of its weaponry, and the U.S. law requires that it ensure the island can defend itself and threat and treat threats to it as a matter of grave concern so interesting that the u.s law requires us to make sure that they can take care of themselves militarily they're such a small island compared to china and uh to to have what happened in afghanistan we talked about that and how we appeared weak remember china threatened taiwan shortly after that and said Mm -hmm. if america can't keep its promises to afghanistan what makes you think they'll keep them for you.
0: Well, could China be a major player in the sixth trumpet talked about in Revelation? We'll get into a little bit more after the break, and we'll also get to the rest of your calls. Join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Stay tuned for more.
7: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month,
0: Welcome back to Into the Age, open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877 8463 Before we get to the phones, I want to remind you one more time to get the Irvin's Last Words 5 DVD set. Go to endtime.com slash Christmas. You can see the listing there, or you can give us a call at 800-END-TIME. It's 800-363-8463. It's available for a donation of any amount. You are pre-ordering it, so it'll ship in December, but... We are only going to make a 1,000 of them. So to ensure that you're one of the people that gets one, um, you probably better do it today. Several hundred are already gone, and we've only been telling you about it for a week. So I don't anticipate uh, there being uh, many available in the coming weeks. Uh, I've had several tell me that they want to order a handful of them so they can give them away as gifts. And so uh, if you want to be one of the ones that gets the physical copy of Irvin's Last Words, Be sure to do that today by going to endtime.com slash Christmas or calling 800-END-TIME. All right, let's get back to the phones. Nabil in Canada is joining us. Nabil, welcome to End of the Age.
6: Oh, hi. Thank you so much. We've been praying for
0: you, Nabil. Thank you. After our um, conversation last week, uh, we have been praying for you and uh, the story that you shared with us, and we're believing that, the Lord is going to help you through that.
6: Thank you. I, I just want to uh, okay. say thank you very much. But uh, a year after, this was in 1981, a year after a brother of mine, Dan McCrady, him and I on our knees, we prayed and I was totally delivered then. Okay. And, but till now I never mentioned the name because the Bible tells us not to mention their name of that entity that my grandpa introduced me to him about that spirit. But I want to ask a question. Thank you so much. Pray for my daughter to find a husband, though. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, we can do that. (laughs) I love my
6: Rachel. She loves the Lord. She's 39 years old, kept herself pure. She's serving at a Bible school now for five years. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anyway... uh, Thank you. Promise to pray for her. Her name is Rachel. All right. um, the question is, the 200 million, it almost seems to me that they will be killing one-third of humanity. Help me understand that. I don't need to stay on, on the phone. Do you know my question? You, yes, yes. I,
1: I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I don't believe that that 200 million will just kill one-third of mankind. I believe that the result of the war that they begin will result in one-third of mankind dying. So some of those 200 million will die as well. Yes. Well, I more believe, than likely. And and one thing uh, I'll tell you, Nobel, also, when you look at Scripture, because we we believe that 200 million man army could be China. Now, a lot of people believe that China is the dragon in Revelation uh, 13, uh, 1 and 2. But when we look at that Scripture... There's important information there that tells us. So if you look at Revelation thirteen one and 2, it says, And as I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw the beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns were ten crowns, and his head was the name of blasphemy. The beast I saw, which looked unto a leopard, had the feet of the bear, the mouth of the lion, and the dragon gave him his power, his seat, and his great authority. A lot of people try to tie in and say, that China is the dragon, because a lot of people believe that the dragon is the uh, national symbol of China. and I would agree that uh, the Chinese dragon is a very important symbol to them, and they have the year of the dragon and things like that. But in Revelation 129, the scripture tells us that the dragon is Satan, the serpent. And the devil himself. So it lets us know whose power and seat and great authority is given to this world government beast. It's Satan. The dragon is not China there. And so when we know that and we look at the one world government beast that's there, we don't see China represented. And so that leads us to believe, and it's our opinion, that something will happen to China during this Sixth Trumpet War that will devastate them. Uh, Maybe more militarily than than them losing a lot of numbers there. But one strategically placed nuclear warhead going off in a place like China, as crowded as China is, we could get a lot of that one-third of mankind right there just in a bomb going off there in China. Um, and so we, we have kind of uh, thought that this is indication that China is destroyed during that war at least to the point – to where they're no longer a military threat and a superpower on the earth.
0: Does that help? I think he might have left. He said he didn't need to stay on the phone. Oh, okay. So, All right. Um, it helps. All right. Get good. <laughs> We're good. I'm glad that helps. <laughs> and don't forget Rachel. Be sure to pray absolutely. for her. Absolutely. We'll That'll be for easy Rachel. for us to remember because
6: we, we have, have a Rachel, a Rachel here. Yes, absolutely. All right.
0: Thanks for your call, bill. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, let's go to Mary Ann in Ohio. Marianne, welcome to End of the Age.
8: Hi, guys. Um, can you hear me? We can hear you. Oh, okay. You know, I want—I have a question to ask you, but I, I wanted to make a comment about Urban, uh before that. Uh, God connected me to Urban back in two, 2010, and he actually led me back to the Lord, and I was born again. Wonderful. And he directed me to the church that I'm at now. Mm-hmm and uh, that I absolutely love.
7: And Urban
8: was supposed to come and be at our church that weekend that he got sick. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's very emotional for me when I talk about him. Yeah. Because I I wanted to thank him for what he did in my life. But anyway, uh, the question that I had is concerning, concerning Urban and China. He wrote a book and um, I'm on the End Time Plus thing. And this book is about China. It's about a war with China. And um, I was listening to it one night because I listened to your plus when I go to bed. And uh, I'm thinking this is probably not what I should be listening to to try to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> it will probably create some dynamic dreams.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you know bombs were hitting uh, cities and stuff, you know. And I'm just wondering, did Urban just write that book, just to write that book, or, I mean, I know he's a prophet of God, but did he write that book because he had some sort of inkling or something?
0: Well, he he called it a faction book, a little bit of fiction and a, and mixed with fact, and so um, he wrote that book. Be- Partially, I think, because of that 200 million man army situation, Um, you know, there's only three um, uh, not nations. I I don't know how we would identify the third one, but there's three groups that could form a 200 million man army, which is China, India and Islam. And so uh, we don't think India is going to, you know, create this 200 million man army. Uh, they aren't necessarily viewed the same way that China would be in regards to uh, military strength um, in, in that regard. And so it, it could be Islam and, and it could be China. And at, at the time that he wrote that book, he really felt like China would be engaged. And so that's where the China war kind of uh, became a feature in that book, uh, which, again, he called faction. So he, he, he uh, intertwined. Uh, scripture and his, and he built story around it. So yeah. that's uh, now, he kind of had an inkling. Of,
8: yeah, it's it's kind of scary knowing that he was a prophet of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he and he wrote a book that has our some of our major cities being bombed. Yeah. You know, well, you know, and a funny I story about that China is basic.
0: I was hoping he understand. he had um, Dallas being bombed, <laughs> and we lived in uh, Richmond, Indiana, at that time. And he had Dallas being bombed in this book, and his wife read it and said, "Irvin, our, most of our uh, radio listeners are in Dallas, and you never know we might move to Dallas one day. So you need to not bomb Dallas in this book." And so I believe he changed it to Houston, Houston yeah. and so Dallas is free in the book. But um, yeah, there's some major cities that do get bombed in this in this yeah. book. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah. Okay, well that's I've been I wanted to call and ask when he was still alive. Okay, I just never got a chance to because I thought he was going to be here till the end. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, we all did.
8: Yeah, and I just want to say that you know um, you guys have really been doing a really good job with the program, and Dave uh, have just carried on because I just sat and cried that day, and and the Lord said it's going to be okay. It's going to go on. And you know what? He was right, and you guys Mm -hmm. are carrying on so well. And I'm sorry, I just get emotional when it comes to Urban because he just saved my life.
6: Yeah.
1: We get get emotional too, Marianne. We we still sit around and cry sometimes, and we'll do that forever, I suppose. Probably so. (laughs) Yeah,
8: I think so. I think so. But he is in a good place.
1: Amen. Absolutely. And, and,
8: you know, I, I, I tease people that I know that know that I just loved him to death. And I said, you know, I said he, I said I think he, want, God took him so he could have a chance of being on that third horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that may be the reason. He, he, now he may have he that thought, number three zoned in.
8: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I better go now, or somebody else might get that third horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we appreciate your call, Marion. We appreciate you sharing that story. It's uh, it's awesome, right. and we're so glad that. Um Irvin and End Time were, were able to play a part in you uh, reconnecting yep. to God and be, being born again. And so uh, sure, we're yes. thrilled that that's why we are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we yep. do End of the Age. And all the things that we do, um, you know, we are wanting to share the news that Jesus is coming again and uh, help people prepare for his second coming. And so we love it when we hear stories like that. So thank you so much for calling it's a pleasure to speak with you. We have time for another call, and we'll get to it quickly here. Let's go to Stephen in Alabama. Stephen, welcome to End of the Age.
9: Hey, you guys.
4: Hi.
9: I had a question about you know you got to think of it when you talk about the angels being released from the Euphrates. And I spent some time in Desert Storm and Iraqi Freedom. I was in both those battles. And thank you for your service. My, a lot of my brothers and stuff around. And the family and all. Anyways, I really actually remember all these things that Brother Irvin discussed about seeing the sun being blotted out and those things. It was, a, it was very surreal. All those things, all those fires, hundreds and thousands, it seemed like, forever going on. The minefields and the so-ons and so forth that took. But we didn't simply put that battle together in a few days. logistics behind it for the deparkation and the embarkation and putting the battle uh, material in position, because it wasn't like it was prepositioned. This stuff had to be first time taken over to the point that we were going to, you know, operate and begin our stirring it up kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So, I know we can put in a lot of men, airborne them, you know, aircrafts and stuff like that, but 200 million? Can you imagine the logistic chaos that's going to be taking place? Somewhere that has got to be marked, it's got to be so noticeable that it's just absolutely uh, frightening to the entire planet. But if they're able to pull it off, and do it in a surprise fashion. it have to be China, mm-hmm. because really I don't see India or Pakistan, either one of those two countries having a game, having any uh, any, any uh, they don't have a dog in this hunt yeah, so
0: we appreciate your so, call Stephen, we are out of time, I did want to mention before we got off of here that as Stephen was talking it occurred to me that the China War and the Third Temple book is available on End of the Age Plus only if you'd like to listen to that book, you can go there and search it out, and it's only available for subscribers. So you can go there at watch.endtime.com and learn more about the China War in the Third Temple. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m.
8: This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of Endtime Ministries.